you see, I have an idea inside of my brain. I don't really give a fuck what you think. I just have an idea. You gotta hear me out, guys. Straight up. It goes a little like this, man. It, 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 just, it just has something to do... Something about watermelons and... Something about watermelons and cucumbers... delicious. Well, let me tell you something about this life I live in. Let me tell you what it's like to be insane. I am not. I'm still sober. I am still sober. I am always sober. Don't drink and drive. You might kill someone, you dumb motherfucker. Andrew and fuck Dad, you, Ryan. What's my point? Sydney, Renee, Charlton, die. You're grounded. You're grounded. You're grounded. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed. No. You can't play VR. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Yo. Oh, well, well, well. He's finally here. Can you I'm hear me? I'm having connection problems with the internet. So. Oh, no worries. No worries. Yeah, I just finally finished Dynamite. I loved it. Though I'm kind of shocked that, like, no titles have changed hands. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. Like, I see why they wouldn't, but I thought at least one I would. Ready. I think next week there's going to be something. Oh, uh, with the whole FTR thing? Yeah, I think private party state. Well, let's try this again. Yeah. It's all good. But yeah, with the FTR thing, I think that maybe, uh, maybe uh, Hangman's going to roll with FTR after they lose the belts. Maybe. Or maybe they were going to have best friends when originally, but when they had to make the changes, maybe they were like, oh, let's do something different. Who knows? I don't know what they were planning to do, but I think, I think they have a good program. I think that I enjoyed the show. I'm okay with the belts not changing hands yet. I think everything worked. Because I, I just predicted that Penelope Ford would probably take the women's championship at least, even though it's kind of soon. Because it's like, oh, it's just a women's championship. I mean, that's how most promotions are. You know? Yeah. I honestly think AEW really, like, they feel more like the, you know, instead of them being a, a pop piece, or prize piece, they're actually meant for something, you know? Yeah, exactly. So they're definitely taking care of their champions and treating them more seriously. They're not worried about putting the belt on 20 million people before the four-year contract's over or some bullshit. 
So it was a good yeah. program, regardless of who won or not. There's a lot of drama, a lot of good story in it. Like Penelope Ford lost, but she did a really good job, and she didn't just lose. Like she fought for it, and she lost. And I think overall that's good. Um, I'm guessing that Jake Hager just wants some time off. Maybe is, is he like playing another Bellator fight? Like what was the? Well, I think there was a botch at the end. Oh, where it got pinned? Yeah, there, there was a little botch at the end because Maybe. he had him in a chokehold, and they counted three. Maybe they uh, screw jobbed him on Canada Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and there was you know there was that. other problems too because Brandy was supposed to be out there, but her dog died. Oh, I can see why that would uh, cause an issue. So, I wouldn't want to. She can, yeah, she couldn't go out. Or her dog was sick and like got ill terribly, or something like that at the end, and then yeah, she had to go home. Huh? So, um, I just never cared to put it back together. You can put a couple of logs on there and get it started. We might as well finish the pack. Why we bought the two. Um, here you go. This is your ticket for the podcast. It goes in this ear. No, no, that one. And then you just kind of twist it in there until you feel like it's locked. Can you hear Cody? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know if it's picking up your mic. But you can hear Cody, and that's all that matters. We're we're wearing my Pixel Buds. How are they working for you? So honestly, this is what I figured out, because I use them a lot at work. I start with one earbud, and then I switch to the other one when it dies. So that I constantly have a earbud, and I never have to have downtime for charging. So mm-hmm. it's not that the left one, the left one and the right one have the same prop. But it's not that they lose connection randomly for no reason. It's just something weird happens when, like, the case is too close to the phone. There's, like, this weird interference thing that causes it to, like, get skippy and glitchy. And it doesn't always happen, but it's definitely there. But it has nothing to do with the quality of the earpieces. It's something going on in the fucking case. It's the Bluetooth chip or something. Hmm. Um, So what I think is happening is I think I'm, like, my pocket's moving around, my phone's moving around in my pocket. And maybe it like lifts the case open, which causes the Pixel app to detect that the case is open, which causes like reconnectivity issues. And I think that's what's causing the issue. And I think that's why it hasn't been fixed yet. But I found as long as you like have the case somewhere where it's not opening or it's not too close to other objects, nothing is wrong at all. And then obviously, if you walk like 30 feet away from it, it connectivity issues for sure but that's going to be a a power to signal issue that's a quality control issue that just you can't fix that that's i dropped two tacos earlier but i still ate them My dog. 10 second rule <laughs> so, would i say that they're worth getting if you got the money for them yeah, but if you don't want to spend $180 on wireless earbuds, 
and get some fifty dollar wireless earbuds because. Well, I got the you know I got the Raycons and these things work great. <laughs> well, those are also one hundred and seventy, right, or one hundred and fifty, or something like that. No, they're only eighty bucks. Oh, so you have the lower end ones because I know there's different ones. Yeah, it's the E twenty five. They're so yeah. Know, whether whether you want eighty dollar ones, one hundred and seventy dollar ones, I recommend everyone gets their ass some wireless earbuds. It'll change your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got the Raycons and I got the Apple uh, AirPods. So. I don't think I would ever buy the AirPods. I just don't like that they're so... To me, they're big. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want them hanging down my ears. I don't know. Like, the Raycons I mean, are kind of like the Pixel Buds. They're just... They're low profile. Yeah. Well, I mean, these ones are working great. Because, like, I'm using them right now. You can hear me. Yep. You know. That's nice because you, oh, no. you can take them to work. You can listen to a podcast. Or I listen to audiobooks at work. That's what I got them for. Mm. Does anybody even know that you're on your Um, They know I have them, yes. But, no, they wouldn't know if I didn't tell them. Oh. Because I like to just randomly like tell them, like, yeah, someone just kicked some ass. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, it's my audiobook, bitch. <laughs> um, but I like them. I like them. I don't think that anyone necessarily has to spend $180 on wireless earbuds, though. I definitely think everyone's got to get a damn pair of wireless earbuds because they're just so damn convenient. Oh, yeah. They're nicer to work with. It's nice that you can use one at a time. Most things that you do, all you need is one at a time. Because, I mean, what? Most people are going to check out podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can still hear because I don't have both in. And then I'm still following within OSHA's loss at work. So I cannot complain at all. They make the day go, they make the day go way faster. It just bums me out when I run out of Thrawn books to listen to. <laughs> yeah, usually I use mine for podcasts, but mm. lately, since I don't work at the donut shop anymore, I don't really listen to podcasts anymore because when I'm at work at Cheesewall, I'm usually just blasting music on the speaker. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you, man. I feel you. We went to the Vegas hookah bar last night. Yeah, how was that? It was great. It was open. (laughs) (laughs) It was open. My Uh, hookah should be coming in the mail, I think, around the 17th. Okay, I was going to ask you for it online or what. Well, that's good. 17th. That's not too far away. It's really nice. It's an octopus hookah, so it has three hoses. (laughs) Yeah, how much did you pay? Uh, it was like a hundred bucks. Oh, okay, that's not bad. bad at all. No, nah, it's a thirty incher, so it's about two and a half feet. Which website did you buy it on? Smokinghookahs dot com. Cool. I'm not familiar with that one, but that's cool. There's a uh, few. This is a random one that I saw, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, eventually you might want to go to a smoke shop and um, 
pick up a different bowl, but you should be good starting out. And then yeah, I probably will pick up another bowl and probably, you know, because I got to pick up coals and all that stuff. I'll probably just do all that at the smoke shop. Yeah. But like, yeah, look for like a funnel bowl or vortex bowl. Um, if you ask if they have any, they usually carry like cheap ten dollar ones and stuff. Impossible with no mustache. Her yeah. last night. She's got a mustache. No one can take that away from me. Um, I usually get the bowl that has the little like ash catcher thing, so you don't have to wrap them in the tinfoil. You can just put the little thing on and then just like close it. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's good. But um, yeah, I got my bowl that has that thing that you put on top of it, so I don't have to use foil. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually gonna get a new bowl because I'm just not satisfied with my flavor. You know. I'm gonna go back to foil. I'm gonna go old school on mine. But now it's gonna be nice because if Cody has a hookah and I bring my hookah, we're gonna have like. Plethora of hookah awesomeness. Why do you need your hookah? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Did you just? No, that was the pull. Are you sure? I swear. Okay. <laughs> oh, but no, you... that's the reason why I got the hookah. So then you can come over and you don't have to bring your hookah. It's already set up. Time because you forgot yeah. something. Right? That was a fun night. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I know. I want to get him one here, too. Yeah. Oh, you can hear Lacey, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. She sounds far away. It's okay. We'll figure it out later when we listen to it. As long as you don't tell a story. Quiet. So, I think the real reason that Trent and his partner. God, what's his name again? Trent and Chucky Taylor. Yeah, Chuck, yeah, Chuck. I, I think the reason that Chuck and Brent lost is because their mother, his mother, Trent's mother, brought him to the arena in the minivan and asked for a kiss, and she jinxed him. That was cool, though. I thought it was cool, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Especially the ring announcement. They were like, yeah, come to the ring, brought by... Trent's mother in a minivan. <laughs> Brought to the ring by Trent's mother in his minivan. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it just makes the show more entertaining that they do silly stuff like that. I was laughing yeah. so hard when uh, Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy got up and everyone came out was holding Orange Cassidy back. And I was like, I think you only need one person for Orange. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even holding him back. He was just like, yeah. And then everyone's just like, Whatever. all right. And like, there were six people holding Jericho back. And right. I was just like, yeah, I'm done. Who do you think is going to win? I say Orange Cassidy. It would be funny if he did win, but I don't know. And then Jericho's got Jericho, he's great on commentary. He made that night. Oh, he's the best on commentary. I'm bummed out that he left after that. Well, his guys were done. That was close. Look at 
There was a firework that went off like right next door. There's been a bunch of fireworks going off around us too. Yeah, Lacey went and bought a bunch of fireworks. She got a little happy with her spending. She got a little cray cray. She said she wanted to blow up everything and anything she could blow up. So she said, put it all in the car. Nice. No, we got some basic stuff, some little like firecrackers, some sparkler type things. We got a fountain and then we got a uh, 24 shot mortar. So just a. They basically said, uh, be careful because if you have hand sanitizer on your hands as you're lighting fireworks, hand sanitizer becomes very flammable. Good thing I don't wear that much hand sanitizer. <laughs> so that's they're they're saying you shouldn't light fireworks because it's illegal in most counties and areas. But if you do, make sure you don't wear a lot of hand sanitizer because you being will... hand sanitizer and being safe. I think they did a good job at using Moxley's situation to kind of give Brian Cage a little more hype because that was funny. When tasking out, he's like, I think all you have is a case of the chicken shits. And I was like, that's, uh, that's not bad. I, I like their play on it. They made it interesting. Obviously, uh, WWE got pissed about that promo. Wait, home at a sloppy shop. <laughs> oh, and I love that fucking Renee Young announced on Wednesday that she made a cookbook. And everyone was pissed. I was like, why are you pissed? She did it on purpose because she knew it would troll the fuck out of everyone. Oh. I'm happy she got a cookbook. I might buy it. Yeah, no, I'm happy for her, too. She's doing something that she loves. And it's like everyone thought, oh, she's going to announce that she's going to AEW. For one, no, she's not. If they release her after the cancellation of Backstage, you're only going to hear about that shit for at least three months. Yeah. And that's if AEW needs another, like, announcing figure of some kind, you know, interviewer or something, like, she might not even be interested in that. She might go a whole different route. She's not just going to jump ship. Yeah, because, I mean, you got Tony doing AEW Dark. You know, he does all the produ- <laughs> production with them. Plus, Impact has a real opportunity to be the third competitor in this whole game. And I think Renee Young would be more likely to go over to Impact where, you know, they're not fully booked on interesting figures yet like AEW is and she's not going to offend anyone at AEW it's completely understandable and they're based out in Canada well, yeah exactly and Renee is a Canada girl so I think I think it's more likely that Renee Young will consider Impact because she has a better chance of getting a more decent position because who knows you know after this whole COVID thing she might get a Another commentary gig, probably on NXT or something. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to. Um, I only say that because I think WWE is well, like AEW. They have they already have a pretty full book, and they're cutting down because the wrestling game just isn't the same anymore. AEW is just lucky that they're a new company, and they were kind of just starting out. And they don't need to downsize because they were already coming in at an average size, not too big, not too small. You know, they have they don't have too much 
going on, but they also have a lot of indie talent that they can work with um, with their partners yeah. and stuff. And, you know, it, it worked out really good for AEW because they didn't have to balance anything out. They were like, okay, we can just stay still. We're good. Um, which I think is good, too. Yeah. Which is why I'm not surprised that Anderson and Gallows are going to impact in Japan because it just makes sense. Why are you going to go to like that already well, Plus, has... they're big, you know, they're friends with Scott Demore and Don Callis and all them. So, exactly. Like, another competitor, Impact's been kind of on the low and they've had a chance to come back up. And with Access owning Impact and everything, or the Anthem owning the channel, Access, I should say. Like, they have a real chance at being another, you know, competitor in the game. Obviously, they're not going to be a WWE, F, whatever, WCW, but they're the ECW players in this game. And they could pick up a little more relevancy. Who knows, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, I think everyone's making the right choices. But to assume... Renee Young's going to go to AEW because of her husband. It's just, it's like, you don't know. She might not even go into wrestling. She might do something completely fucking different. She might get a job at Fox doing something completely different. Oh, yeah. I can see her being like a, a daytime talk show host or a yeah. morning show correspondent or something. Yeah. Or even doing ESPN. I mean, who knows? Maybe Fox will like create a completely different show for someone like Renee Young or whatever, where it's like, oh, we're going to talk about wrestling still, but instead of talking about WWE or even AEW, we're going to talk about like ROH and Japan and AAA, and we're just going to kind of you know, talk about it more on a sports level. Um, and then maybe it's not even going to be its own show. Maybe it'll just be like a segment on something else, you know? Mm-hmm. But bottom line, I think Renee Young will do something great. It doesn't have to be WWE or AEW. I do think that she's going to get released, though. Yeah. I don't think they're worried at all about her going to AEW because I think they see it the same way I do. She's got lots of options, and there's... Even if AEW gets her, like, what's it going to do to WWE or what's it going to do to AEW? Like, it's not going to kill... It's not like we... we it's, it's not like it's John Cena, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we will see. But I, I did enjoy the show. It was a good show. Definitely a good show. Yeah, we'll Bully see what Ray. happens next week. Right. Bully Ray is no longer with ROH. Really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. I read that today. His contract expired and he didn't re-sign. So what do you think? Another 3D fucking... All right. So here's my ideas. You think he's going to do another Dudley Boys reunion with Devon at WWE? You think he's no. going to AEW as Bully Ray? Or do you think they're going to do a Team 3D reunion and Impact? I don't think Devon Devon's a producer right now for the WWE, oh. I believe. Oh, is he? Okay, cool. So what I do don't see mean? any of that happening, but I can probably see him going to AEW. Yeah, I can see it. Having he, oh, because he always talked about it on his on his uh, talk show. 
You know, they always they always praise AEW. So, you know, I can see that happening. Yeah. And he can probably be one of the little coaches they have, so. Also, there might be a possibility he can go to Impact, because who knows, like, right... I think he can go to Impact, too. Right now, with the, uh... With the uh, Slammiversary coming up, you know, now with the championship being up for grabs and anyone can take it, there's still a spot left. Yeah, a mystery that's opponent. That's very true. Thinking it's Bully Ray is a safe bet. Definitely a safe bet. It but could be him. It could be Eric Young. It could be Sting. Even if it's a one-timer. It might be. Who knows? But I would um, bet that if it's Sting, it's a one-time deal. It could be EC3. But I think EC3 yeah, but- is going after Moose. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a given. Um, I think it's either going to be Bully Ray or Sting. And again, if it's Sting, I think it's more of a one-timer, and that's probably why they're not hyping it too much if it is. And same thing, it could be Bully Ray, and that could also be a one-timer. Because obviously Bully Ray wants to help um, develop these talents, and why would he want to develop them by beating them in this match? And he could simply come in and take some hard bumps and give them some hard bumps and just, you know, catapult their popularity right there in the match. So It could be Rusev, too. He's been teasing that he might go, so who knows? I think Rusev's going to come in at the end. No, I'm not looking it up. But I think Rusev is a hot free agent right now. And even though AEW doesn't need more talent right now, I know AEW would love to sign Rusev. I think that's basically what it is. Like, all these people, they're like, oh, they're going to go to AEW for sure. I don't think AEW is trying oh. to sign anyone because they can't. They don't, they're do not they not doing any shows or anything. So, it's like, yeah. what's so, the point? What I think is going on is I think they have a slot for Rusev where he comes in at the end of something and kind of – either kind of makes a obvious challenge of some sort or not. I think they're basically yeah. like going, we'll give you this spot if you sign the contract. We're not one-spotting you. You know? Yeah. Because I think they, you know, these companies really want Rusev. Rusev is a big man. And there's not a whole lot of talents like that. You know, those talents that come in are really controversial. They come from countries that aren't exactly favored amongst like the average American culture so they're fun because they're really good heels mm-hmm. um, but I think Impact is smart enough to go no 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 you sign a contract and we'll put you in a really good spot we'll give you a good title run all this stuff but they want that they want that contract signed so we'll see we'll see time will tell But I think that AEW would definitely take the risk on Rusev. Even if they don't have the budget or if it's not a good move right now because of COVID, 
I just think it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't try to go for it. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe Rusev's already made up his mind. Maybe the contract for Impact is already inked. Who knows? Yeah, because I think, well, basically, I think all these contracts, they're coming up in around July. Like, um, with Gallows and Anderson, they, they can't really announce anything until I think it was July 17th or something like that. And they all got released around the same time. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's very true. We'll have to see what happens when everything comes full circle. Only thing we can say for sure is Lou Gallows and Carl Anderson's decision is pretty much made in stone. They're definitely already decided. But they got a good deal. All the Ascension? Ascension, Yeah, they got a release, and now they're going to be called The Awakening. They would be good Dark Order candidates, but they're not going to go to AEW, because I don't think AEW would consider Ascension good risk factors. They already have a tag team Dark Order that is still being kind of underutilized. That just doesn't make sense. Um, unless they're gonna like make them broken, but no, I don't. I don't see them going to AEW. Maybe no, I'm just. I was just reading like wrestling news right now, seeing what what's out there right now. They could go to the NWA. Yeah, it's a possibility. Like a lot of these guys are probably gonna be. Because if they go to NWA, they will definitely get offered an easier contract to work with, possibly a shorter term, which leaves their options open at a later date. Because even if AEW offer them a contract at lower money, they can build a little popularity at NWA under a shorter contract and then try to get more money out of a company like Impact or AEW when they have the bigger budget. Mm-hmm. We know AEW loves their tag team division. Yeah, like mostly every match they have is. I mean, team. this whole Moxley thing has given them an opportunity to put the tag team division on edge, basically make it even more important. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have another tag team title match, and we're gonna have the fucking eight man tag match. That's fucking awesome. We're going to have an intervention for Lacey for Facebook. (laughs) Why is that? She's addicted to Facebook. I don't see how. So what's Aiden doing tonight? Uh, He's just resting. He was in the living room watching TV. Uh, does he have to work tomorrow? No. That's we're cool. all off. He's going to be going out. I'm going to be staying home because I don't want to get the COVID. No, you don't want to get the Rona. 
Is that why you don't want to come Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I'd rather just stay home. Because there's only some good times. There's only so many times that I actually get to stay at home. Yeah, I feel you. It's good to relax. I don't blame you. We're just relaxing, enjoying the fire. I'm on my second bowl of hookah. I got like my third or fourth drink. Yeah, bitch, you want a pixie stick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it too. Sydney's always grounded on my podcast. <laughs> I'm going to make a whole new podcast because I have to rename this now the Sydney's Grounded. Oh, here's the ultimate question, Cody. Have you recorded a fucking episode on your podcast yet? I have not. Cody, you need to record that episode. I'm still trying to figure out what I should do. You can talk about how gay Andrew is. No. Do you think Andrew identifies as a female and Amanda's actually gay? (laughs) 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 (sighs) (sighs) Speculation, speculation. I like how you say all this stuff and you know he listens to this podcast now. (laughs) I'm not buying it, dude. I'm not fucking buying it. (laughs) He gives me grief about it and it's like, I didn't say it. (laughs) I didn't say it. (laughs) Tell him he can come here and defend himself. Andrew, if you're listening, you can come here and defend it yourself. (laughs) What did you say? Oh, I love Andrew. Andrew's cool. It's nothing personal, Andrew. (laughs) I lied. It's always personal. (laughs) Do you think? (laughs) Did you watch the Great American Bash? I did not. I did not either. I heard about it. I just don't watch them because it's like, what's the point? Eight. Fourteen. I mean, right now, I don't even have the network. Oh, you don't? I didn't even notice. I never go on it. (laughs) Yeah, see, like, I don't even have the network. Do you even... We only have it for January through WrestleMania. <laughs> and maybe SummerSlam if it's good. Yeah, so. Yeah, I didn't check it out. They were like saying, oh, it was such a good show, but I'm like, cool, I didn't see it. (laughs) But this show got a point, like, NXT did have more viewers this week, again, but it doesn't matter, like, in the key demographic, we've won, like, every week. Like, even, like, 
though they were like 50,000 viewers ahead of us this week, we were still like number six in the key demographic, and they were like number 13 or 14 or some oh, shit. Oh, that's what Jericho's been saying. He's like, yeah, the 18 to 35 demographic, we've been killing it. So, Which is, he's got a point, because like even if you're only, you know, you have like maybe like 15% more viewers than we have, but we're like doubling your number almost on fucking... We're we're way up higher on the chart of key demographic cable shows and shit. Mm-hmm. And I do watch commercials sometimes on AEW. I don't watch them. I use them as um, periods of time where I can get up and do shit. Yeah. So sometimes I skip them. Sometimes I just let them play and I take care of some shit. Switch the laundry or whatever. Well, now since I'm home, I usually just watch the whole episode. Every now and then, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed," and then like finish it tomorrow. But most of the time, I just you know finish the episode. Sometimes when I watch it live, I'll start it at like eight thirty, just so I have commercial time that I can pass. <laughs> Yeah. Huh? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh god. These children oh. are crazy. You're borderline proud. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm always proud of my little boys. They're listening to ICT like weirdos. But you know, I listen to ICT like a weirdo. There was also there was actually a time where um, ICT almost got a TV deal for JCW, the wrestling company, on Fox. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, they were gonna do like a reality style wrestling show where they talk to, like, the wrestlers and stuff in reality show environments. But the contract fell through. But, yeah, they were, like, really close on a fucking deal. That was, like, the first time Fox was looking at, like, a wrestling promotion before WWE. Hmm. But I don't think they're that much into it anymore. Like, they still do the shows at their big... Summer festival, but they don't do like their weekly. Like they used to do, like weekly things, like on a weekly, put them online for free and shit. It just takes a lot of time and management, like to run a wrestling company. So yeah, it was fun. They had some uh, New Japan guys there. They. Had some random like legends there, like Sabu was wrestling for them. That was fun. They even got Jeff Hardy to wrestle for them once. That was a pretty good match. Oh, you're too scared to me. I think New Japan they're actually doing shows right now. 
What? Say that one more time. I think New Japan Pro Wrestling right now is doing shows right now. Or doing or doing tapings. Oh nice. So they're putting it on their New Japan app or whatever? Um Yeah. Um they're in LA right now, I think. They're doing them in LA. I know you set. catch a lot of their shit on YouTube. I don't know if you most catch of the time I watch those. Yeah, I know they put a lot of stuff on YouTube for people to check out. Really cool. They're a big ass in. I, I would put them up there with WWE just on an international level. Fuck shit, pussy ass, motherfucking damn bitch. I don't know what you're doing. We're gonna get our podcast blacklisted. No one can get a podcast Boom. blacklisted. Not even Andrew himself. <laughs> Andrew, I'm not herself. Yeah, they uh, New Japan just announced today, I guess, that they're moving their G1 Climax tournament to autumn, or not autumn, um, to like the fall. Because yeah. usually the G1 is usually around summertime. So, yeah, so. The, the Oculus VR company has a new prototype yeah. for a VR headset that's as thin and low profile as a pair of sunglasses. The only, yeah, the only difference is, is because it's so thin and low profile, it doesn't support like 3D imaging. So it's just, it's like a simpler um, step in the VR, but they're not saying it's going to be like what their next headset's going to look like, but they're saying that it's possible if they can get it that small and make it usable. It's so small, it doesn't even like need a battery to run on. They have like different technology that they can get it to work just infinitely. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe taking away all of that 3D imaging will help erase all the headaches. Huh. All the dizziness and shit. Yeah, that's my huge problem with it. Yeah. I love VR, though. My new headset that I got is so perfect. Like, it's so low profile. It runs standalone. And I can plug it into my computer with a USB cable. Was it PC VR headset? So it's very versatile. I actually got Fallout VR on sale. Steam is having their summer sale right now. Yeah. And they had they had Fallout VR on sale for seventeen bucks. I picked it up. I was like, fuck yeah, seventeen bucks, I'm in. <laughs> you plug it back in. No, other side. And just rotate the hookah. My hookah hose fell off its thing. 
Such. <laughs> kind of news, like real news, but we're we talking like wrestling news. Oh, wrestling news. Yeah. Yeah, you'll probably find the bully ray thing if you pull down. It's a little old now, but it's there. Do you think Paul Heyman will ever end up in AEW? No. no. And the only reason why I think that is because I think he will butt heads with Tony Khan so bad. And I don't think Tony Khan wants to deal with it. What about EB? I don't see them having, like... He might come in for like maybe. I'm. I think it's a Eric. situation. I think it's a similar situation to um, Impact. I don't think Eric Bischoff would come in unless they were willing to work out a production deal with Bischoff or Herbie. Yeah, and I, I honestly think if they would, I, I don't think they're going to touch him. Plus, I think Bishop's happy without being in wrestling. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's definitely happy. I could see him being in the crowd for a show, just start some controversy just for fun. But being in the company, probably not. Well, he would absolutely sign a deal if they wanted Bischoff Hurley to get involved with production. Absolutely, 100%. He's all about that shit. How to make him Stay home, mom, and go. Beat pigs. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I, I don't see those two. Like, you know, Paul, he, he's still with the company. He just has a, instead of the two contracts, he has one. So he's still getting paid. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. um, Eric's just happy for doing his thing. They're they're making a lot more money off of that, you know, Conrad Thompson money, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Conrad's a smart man. He knows what he's doing. I think Bischoff is more likely to fund someone like Conrad if he wanted to start his own wrestling promotion. Obviously, he's not going to, but I think that... Bischoff is just happy doing the podcasting. I don't even think Conrad wants to do that. I just think Conrad's just having fun doing this podcast stuff. I think Conrad is perfectly happy with what AEW is doing because I think Conrad really believes in AEW like we do. Yeah. Well, you know, he's friends with Tony and he's friends with all those guys, you know. Like three or... He's got lots of good friends. Yeah. There's no mystery to why he was able to get so many special guests for StarCast, even though a lot of them canceled. He's got friends. Yeah. It's like a classic MySpace page with all of his top eight friends. 
you know, and then he kind of teased, well, not really teased, but he kind of said, you know, it'd be, it would have been super cool if, like, you know, Dusty Rhodes was still alive today and he would have done a podcast with Dusty Rhodes. That would have been a great podcast. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Dusty would have been AEW on a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely would have been an AEW in a heartbeat. He would have been named one of the executive vice presidents, no doubt about it. Well, that's because he's an icon. He's a legend. Like many of the great legends, like Gene Okerlund, Main Jane, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Well, and I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't have had a lot of the problems with their copyrights. Oh, Vince definitely. would have probably just gave it to him. Just been like, here. Yeah. I'm bummed out that Cody lost his copyright claim. I hear that he can use it. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. Because he wants to bring, you know. He's respecting the game. Yeah, he doesn't want to use the name because he's like, I don't need to use the name. You know, I got over just by my first name alone, so. Yeah, he doesn't need the name, and it's business politics. You respect what people own and don't get butthurt over it. He doesn't care that they're running great American bashes. It's like, whatever. They have legal right to it. I'm not going to fucking question it too much, you know? They did buy the WCW. You know, they just, yeah. you know, they could obviously fight it, but it's like, why? They can come up with their own new things and they don't need to get all these old copyrights back. He's respecting the game. He's a man of the game. I think that's why, you know, same thing with Eric Bischoff not being in wrestling. Like, he just respects the game. He doesn't see, you know, Eric Bischoff knows that there's only few fans that are like me that really want him to be there. But most people don't want Eric Bischoff involved, you know? It's like Vince Russo. No one wants Vince Russo. But there's still going to be some fans that do, you know? Yeah, even AEW doesn't want Vince Russo. I mean, they banned him from going to um, All In before they even started AEW. Yeah, Vince Russo's career is kind of dead on that side of things. He was lucky enough that he even got involved with TNA. Like, Jeff Jarrett is a little bit of a too much of a buddies guy. Where Cody and the Bucks and stuff, they're buddies type guys, but they're also like, no, we also need talent that's good. We don't just need friends. Yeah. That's where you get wonderful talents like Aubrey Edwards involved. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see what, what they're going to do with that video game. That video game's going to be dope because I know for a fact Kenny's got the Acu engine rolling. He's got the Acu engine. No doubt about it. He's got the best of the best working on it and even if it comes out with simple exhibition mode with tag team matches and single matches and simple title 
championship match mode where you climb a ladder to win the belt. And then your champions are like displayed on the main screen, like the old WCW NWO revenge game. He's going to put out something that people find fun, retro, different than what WWE is putting out today. And I'm excited about what 2K is doing with the WWE game. They were very smart to say, hey, our game was shit. We're going to start from the ground up. And it was nice of WWE to just be like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure they were like, you know what? Let's just, you know. Because there was more the news. There was more news on that video game than there was on anything they were doing on TV at the time. Yep. Oh, it was bad, man. Like, I've, I own the game on Xbox, and it's fucking bad. Like... It's oh, yeah, really- we own it. I own it on PlayStation, you know. Like it, the, some of the arenas and the 2K originals and stuff, they, they're really cool. But, like, oh, my God, the fucking collision detection sometimes. You're like, oh, what the fuck? <sighs> but that's, that's just what it is. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder where Tessa Blanchard's gonna end up. She's um, probably gonna end up in the WWE. Well, this is what I think. I don't know if AEW would consider Tessa Blanchard to be that risk worthy competitor. Well, but you know. If- she does have that that whole thing, that controversy behind her, and that's, you know, they just banned Hulk Hogan and Linda Bobe, uh, whatever, Linda from ever stepping foot in an AEW arena. Yeah, so if AEW wants Blanchard, I highly suggest that she takes the contract. But if they don't, then I don't blame her for going to WWE. Um, I just WWE needs her more. They need her more. They need her um, more. But a, are they going to use her right, or you know, are they going to end up prematurely releasing her in a budget cut issue on the next climate fall? Not climate fall, but economic fall. Like. I guarantee if AEW offers her a contract and she goes to WWE and WWE knows this, WWE is smart enough to know that they can release Tessa Blanchard because AEW will have a sour taste in their mouth over her. So she, she has to decide like what options are on the table. If there's no AEW, yeah, go to WWE right away. If there is AEW, be fucking careful. Because if they're willing to sign you, your best bet right now might be AEW. Because WWE doesn't need Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard needs WWE. And I think that's what Vince thinks. Triple H might have a different opinion. But I think Vince doesn't think that WWE needs Tessa Blanchard. Oh, it's just you know, watching the same old women's matches over and over and over again. I mean, like, it's great. You got Bailey and Sasha doing whatever they're doing, but they're facing the same people over and over and over again. Just 
Oh, it's just boring. Next week, they're going to have a champion versus champion match between Bailey and Oscar on Raw. So if I had to bet, I don't think AEW is putting a contract out for her. I don't think so at all. No. But if they are, that's the better. Think about what she is saying no to and what she is saying yes to. Because I don't trust WWE's environment. I would think that she would probably end up more, excuse me, more on like NWA or AAA or going. Which would be smart bet because she would, because if she went to Japan or NWA or fucking AAA or even ROH, like she would still have a solid chance of being considered by both AEW or WWE. But if she and goes there was to, another release too from Impact, Michael uh, Eldrin. Or, yeah. But if she he goes was, to WWE, you know, suddenly fucking AEW rises up to like 900,000 viewers and NXT drops down to 500,000 viewers. Who are they going to blame? Someone who's been there for weeks when they were doing okay ratings? Or are they going to blame the new chick? Yeah. So she has to be careful with her choice because her style, her attitude will probably work better in a place like NWA or AAA or AEW. Probably not going to go over very well. She's probably going to have a lot of backstage heat. She's probably going to have issues. Um, I just, I just don't see. I don't see this going well for her either way. But now if she goes to AEW, I can totally see Tony Khan letting her answer to Cody Rhodes' open challenge. Yeah, well... Which fits more to her attitude and her level... Wrestling. She doesn't want to be in a environment where everything's politically correct because she is not politically correct. Mm-hmm, no. So this was even published. If AEW, even if AEW is not trying to sign her, I would actually not try to sign her if I was WWE. Yeah, I would. I just don't see why WWE actually... I can see how Tessa Blanchard could fix WWE, but I don't see them making those moves to fix WWE. Yeah. You're going to get those China days back no matter what you do. (laughs) There's no one in the company that's going to let it happen. So there's a report out there that uh, Sting wants one more match. Yeah, it's kind of like almost an open challenge type of thing. He wants to, um, pretty much sure, he wants to do it with Undertaker. You know, Undertaker said he retired. That's the match that people want to see. And I think, due with the circumstances that's going on, 
they might try to do that, uh, Saudi Arabia or uh, maybe. But if you know, I the was Undertaker gonna... still got a fifteen-year contract, so if I was going to choose, I would like to see that match with Darby Allen. I know Darby's smaller than Sting, but I think that would be a good match. Especially since the announcers are always comparing Darby to like a younger Sting. We'll see how that all goes, but I think, yeah, he would definitely take a match against The Undertaker because that's what the fans want, not just him. Yeah. But again, even if Undertaker wanted that, is that what WWE is going to let happen? Or are they going to ask Undertaker to go up against Stone Cold Steve Austin randomly out of nowhere? You know what I mean? (laughs) Or The Rock. Or just some big name that isn't even important because we've already seen it. I... Honestly, think it, it's safer for it, it's safer for them to, um, you know, Undertaker and Sting to do the match. I think Taker's legit done though. Yeah. Want to see? All right, I'm going to cut this off. We're at 59 minutes. All righty. All right, I'm going to hit you up tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about some shit. Yeah, we'll figure, figure it out. Sounds good, bro. I'll hit you All up right. tomorrow. All right. All right, All talk right. to you later. Later. Bye.